A call tonight for security staff 24-7 at every hospital emergency department in the country in response to a growing number of violent incidents. The Australasian College for Emergency Medicine wants all political parties to promise ahead of the election that they will deliver. It says long waits for care are dangerous for everyone with rising levels of aggression in EDs and there needs to be appropriately trained security staff around the clock. An RNZ investigation in August showed staff at North Shore and Waitakere hospitals have called security or hit panic buttons thousands of times within a seven-month period due to violence and abuse by patients and visitors. Now, that included 529 so-called code greys, where staff called security via an internal emergency number. Guards also had to physically restrain people on 237 separate occasions during that time. Dr Andrew Ewans is an emergency physician at North Shore Hospital, and he joins us now. Kia ora, doctor. First thing, most people would think that EDs do have security. Don't they all have security staff 24-7? No, I don't think every ED does. Um, um, most EDs have security services that they can call on. Some are stationed actually inside the ED. But I think some of the smaller EDs wouldn't have um, security services directly available. Okay. Hey, it's quite hard to hear you, so I might get you to just move around a little bit. And I'm wondering, please, if you could tell me about, well, how safe do you feel at work? Well, generally, we have um, very good security assistance if we require it. Um, the problem we have with EDs is that the busier they get, the more overcrowded they get, the harder they are to work in. So as the overall environment becomes more stressful. And on top of that, there's um, if patients come in who can't get out, who need um, higher level of care, say, in a mental health facility, then that kind of increases the intensity of the department overall. So, so they are, when, they, when they are full, EDs become stressful anyway, and... Um, what we do see is that behaviour tends to escalate under those circumstances in particular. So we rely very heavily on our security services under those circumstances. And what kind of behaviour do you see regularly that is challenging? Um, well, it's uh, the full spectrum of um, behaviours you might expect with people under stress and, and maybe disinhibited with alcohol or drugs. Um, so those, those are the kind of behaviours you, you might you know, expect, um, generally verbal but occasionally physical and there can also be some outright violent um, behaviour in the emergency department, including damage done to the facilities and assault on, on staff uh, and occasionally other patients as well. Have you been abused while you've been at work? Yeah, well, physical abuse is, um, is relatively uncommon. Verbal is reasonably common, but in the context of someone who's having acute behavioural disturbance, it's kind of part of the job. So, you know, we, we're used to it in some ways and there are escalations and de-escalation strategies and things that are in place. But I think most people who work in the acute care environment would have instances where they were uh, at least verbally abused, if not physically. So the college, um, Australasian College for Emergency Medicine is saying that wait times are adding to this, right? The longer that people have to wait, the higher the tension gets. Um, and that there's a lack of um, properly staffed care facilities and beds to move people on. So do you need security or do you need someone to fix those other problems? Well, EDs don't work in isolation, so we require the system to be functional around us. So we, and EDs only get really blocked if uh, that's what causes us troubles. When we can't get our patients through the emergency department to the inpatient facility, that, that's our biggest concern. It's been, you know, that's when EDs become really dysfunctional. So, so that's the TS aspect. Business as usual would still require us to have security available, but if we can't get our patients through the system, then 
that, that increases the, the overall requirement of security, does heighten the tension overall, and also it means that we've got people in the emergency departments who probably shouldn't be there and should really be in a, in a care facility designed which is not high stimulus, not lights on 24 hours, and not necessarily with someone who can't provide them um, you know, minute-by-minute supervision. What do you think of the fact that this is one of the, your principal wishes on your wish list for the election is security staff, 24-7 at every emergency um, department? Well, it's kind of a bit sad, really, isn't it? Well, I think the, the college is looking at the future of emergency care in general, and this is just one item that's an immediate fix that's required. So we've gone through a phase where the, uh, we used to have a, a national target to get people through the department, which, which was evidence-based and we know is good for patients. And as the system gets more and more compressed and we are unable to get our patients through, then the, the nature of our, our work changes. So I think this is a bit of a workaround for the fact that you know, the systemic problem is we can't get our patients through the departments properly. Thank you for your time. That is Dr Andrew Ewans, who's an emergency physician at North Shore Hospital.